0: From Capital Analytics, I'm Abby Maloney, and this is Invest Insights. Every week, we bring you perspectives, business advice, and more from the leading executives, entrepreneurs, and investors who are building, diversifying, and leading the way in the country's fastest-growing metro markets. Real leaders, real insights, right now. Today, I'm joined by Johnny Moore, the regional president of the Tennessee region for Truist Bank. Thank you, Johnny, for being here today.
1: Thank you, Abby, for inviting me.
0: Johnny, as a young African-American man pursuing a career in banking, you face a variety of challenges. Today, what are some of the creative and innovative ways Truist is helping to introduce minorities to careers in the banking and financial space and assisting them to succeed in the industry? And what more needs to be done from an industry level to create more equitable opportunities within
1: the sector? Uh, that's a very big question, but I would start with... You know, when I started in banking 30 years ago, DEI wasn't a common phrase or word used um, in the industry. Uh, Now, especially true is in in most of the larger big banks, understand the import of having a workforce that mirrors the communities that you serve. And the only way you're going to be able to grow your market share is to have people who represent those communities on your team. And in all the DEI work that we've done as a company, it's really around making sure people understand the impact a diverse workforce can have on you. When I started 30 years ago, that wasn't a big issue Uh, or to say an issue or concern. It was more just, hey, here's the banking business, learn it and try to grow your business if you can. Whereas now it's more of a more warming friendly culture. And what Truis is doing specifically. Outside of making DEI important at the top of the house, that's the importance of it. It can't be this segment of the company or that company or this segment. It's got to be a message that's coming from the CEO down. And Truers is clearly at that point where this message about being inclusive is coming from the top of the house and being pushed down throughout the organization. And now we're at a point of we're weaving this into what we do daily. It's not a boat-owned situation where here's something extra I got to do, but it's how do we do this every day and see the import of it every day. And some of the more specific things we're doing is recruiting, doing more recruitment at historical black colleges and universities, getting getting to those individuals early and really educating them on the import of banking and how it could be a meaningful career to you and really be a basis for you to springboard your career. And I think those are the most important thing is getting it out to the general public about the careers in banking. And that just wasn't the case 30 years ago.
0: Johnny, innovation within the banking industry is fierce. Looking to the future, what innovations do you see as being the most disruptive in the banking industry over the next coming decade?
1: Well, I I think it's already here. When you say the next decade, I mean our challenges are here today. With the fintechs, what they're doing, getting into the lending business. Historically, banks have dominated the lending side of the business. But now with hedge funds, fintech, they're getting into the lending game and really trying to carve out specific segments in the banking industry that has historically been dominated by bankings. And now you get the the merchant stuff, you got Apple Pay, you got everybody, uh, PayPal, you, you got cash apps. Everybody's getting into the money game and the payment side of it. And that's all coming out of the bottom line income of banks. Uh, and so the banks have got to do a unique thing about how do we compete with them? You know, the banks have issued Zelle. Zelle is a way of transferring money to compete with Cash App, Venmo, all that. But we got a lot of work to do because as technology continues to improve, more individuals or entities going to get try to carve out other segmentations of our bank historical bottom line. And so that's something we got to continuously to compete with. But most important, cryptocurrencies. Um, you know. How does a bank deal with that when we got the responsibility of knowing your customer? We got federal regulations that we have to know who we're dealing with, where the money is coming from. And now you got these currencies or you got no transparency into it. So that's a big challenge for banks and how we deal with that going forward.
0: Trost is very active in the community, from being a member of the Nashville area Chamber of Commerce to a variety of other community outreach efforts. In fostering a stronger economy and a stronger community, what are some challenges within the region around which you hope to see the greater collaboration and resources?
1: I think as the seventh largest bank in the country, uh, we have uh, obligations to support our communities. Because I think at the end of the day, if we Grow our communities, we grow our bank, and so every community is unique. If you look at Nashville now, one of the hottest issues now is affordable housing. How do you create more affordable housing for the workforce? Because the market is very dynamic. You got big time job creation, but with more people moving into the to the city from uh, the northeast and um, and uh, North and actually the West Coast, it's hard because it's driving up housing costs. And individuals who historically have been Nashvilles are being pushed further and further out because of the inflation in the housing market. And you've seen Nashville have record uh, rent uh, rent uh, escalation for apartments. So the housing init- issue in, in Nashville is a big issue. And that's something we try to see what we can do to play a part in that. But it's other social things and job, you know, you know how you help the financial literacy. That's a big thing for us is how do you get the unbanked to a bankable stage, understand the imports of banks. And so it's a lot of things, but it's all driven by the respect of markets. But in Nashville right now, something on the forefront is affordable housing. Absolutely.
0: As we round out today's discussion, what role does creativity play in remaining competitive in today's landscape?
1: Well, I think the banks are going to have to be very creative. As I noted earlier, we have a lot of, I guess, competition now, new competition that banks have historically not faced. From fintechs to payments, systems like Vimo, uh, Cash App. All those are really carving out unique segmentations of the banking uh, bottom line. So we have to be spend more money on technology. And, you know, with Truist, it's T3, touch, technology and trust. The formation of Truist was all based on having more, uh, more cash available to invest in technologies to give people the technology they need to interact with the bank when they, how they want to do it, when they want to do it. And that's the biggest thing is technology. You know, I think over the last two years, the push of electronic banking has really come to the forefront. I think our banking apps is the usage of our banking app is up 40% in two years. And so basically technology is here to stay. Nobody, the branch counts in terms of people going into branches are dropping every day because people wanna do it all electronically and the banks have got to invest in technology and the technology to protect clients from cyber threats. And that's the biggest thing is secure and safe transactions electronically.
0: Well, thank you so much, Johnny. I appreciate our discussion today.
1: Well, thank you, Abby. It was was great visiting with you today as well.
0: You've been listening to Invest Insights. Be sure to follow, rate, and review this podcast to hear more. I'm Abby Maloney. Thank you for tuning in.